This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 203 of This is the G Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. You know how we do it, man. I'm Tommy B. Each week we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping out tea from the one and only Tanya B. Uh, Talib Shabazz joins me, man. This week we'll discuss, man, the obituaries of the rich and famous. We lost a lot of famous people this week. The dogs, man, fall short of that three-peat. And Lady Kravitz throwing shade at the source and BET. Just mind-blowing, but we'll talk about it. Tanya B has your tea, and I watched Eddie Murphy's Candy Cane Lane this week, and I'll give you my thoughts. Let's get it started with news from Syracuse, Mike. Mike, what you got, man? News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse, Mike. After a very long process to select a jury, opening statements started Monday in the Young Thug trial. The Grammy-winning rapper is accused of leading a criminal street gang involved in murder and a bunch of other violent crimes in Atlanta. Singer Jean Knight, best known for her huge hit, Mr. Big Stuff, has died. She was 80 years old. Tuesday, a memorial service was held in Atlanta for Mrs. Carter. President Biden and Dr. Jill Biden also attended along with other dignitaries, including all of the former first ladies and former President Bill Clinton. The Carter family was headed by former President Jimmy Carter in a wheelchair with a blanket covering his legs. It included an image of his wife. During the hour-long service, their daughter, Amy Lynn Carter, fought back tears as she read from a letter her father wrote to his wife in 1948 while he was serving in the military. Former First Lady Rosalind Carter was laid to rest Wednesday near her home in Plains following a private funeral service for family and close friends. Her husband, Jimmy Carter, was at the service. The 99-year-old former president is noticeably frail but did not want to miss his wife's services on Tuesday and Wednesday. The Carter's pastor, Reverend Tony Loudon, delivered the eulogy. He is now former Congressman George Santos after this vote. On this vote, the yeas are 311, the nays are 114, with two recorded as present. That's House Speaker Mike Johnson. 105 Republicans voted to kick Santos out, and 112 voted not to. Some Republicans had argued to save him. Not because he was also a Republican, they claim, but because he has not been formally convicted. Only two House members have been expelled in modern times, and both were first convicted convicted of crimes before their expulsion. Following the news that former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger has died comes another major passing with the death of the first woman to serve on the Supreme Court. Sandra Day O'Connor died Friday morning in Phoenix, Arizona. She was 93. O'Connor has been out of the public eye for years following her announcement in October of 2018 that she had been diagnosed with dementia. Her time on the high court was significant. She played a critical role on some of the most contentious issues, including affirmative action and abortion. The fighting has resumed between Israel and Hamas. Israel blamed Hamas for violating the truce by launching a rocket from Gaza. Israel's defense systems intercepted the rocket. About 30 minutes after the truce expired, the Israeli military said its fighter jets were striking Hamas targets located in the Gaza Strip. Thanks, Mike, for the headlines, man. Uh, the Newsmaker crew is here. He is in the building. Y'all give it up for the one and only Talib Shabazz. What's going on? Yes, joining, joining us for episode 203, man, Talib. 
Welcome, man. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy, man. The headlines, it's like one big obituary, man. You've got, you know, Rosalind Carter, First Lady, right. yeah. uh, Gene Knight, Mr. Mm-hmm. Big Stuff. Uh, yeah. The worst headline I've ever seen for a dead man, Henry Kissinger. Rolling Stone magazine yeah. said Henry Kissinger, war criminal, beloved by America's ruling class, finally yeah. dies. That's like the, the damn official. I mean, dude. <laughs> dude, dude. Was it, the good die young, but the bad stick around or something, whatever the expression uh, is. A century, yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I was, I mean, that's that's the worst headline I've ever seen. But you know, he was a pol- polarizing figure uh, for for you know the Vietnam War, for Chile, Cambodia, you know, yeah. For, yeah, so much. You know, so much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Sandra Day O'Connor, yeah, George Santos's con- congressional career. And as we and, and as we tape UGA's three peat hopes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all up in yeah. smoke. It's in Gone smoke. up yeah. in smoke. I would. I, I was going to call. You know, because I, I, you know, uh, Vi's coming back. He, he's got his technical stuff worked out and all, all his right. visits and all his tours. Yeah, he's been doing. Vi. So he's. Yeah, Vi's supposed to be coming back in a few weeks, man. But I was gonna call Vi, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm not <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm mean. sure I'm sure he preferred this. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd have been on his ass. Let me say this. And, and I, I don't wanna rub it in, mm. but I told them that there I, I didn't think UGA was gonna three peat this year. I mean it's I difficult, said it, man. It's I difficult. said it. I said it on the podcast where we kicked off the sports podcast at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. I said it was going to be difficult, man. And, and, you know, I'm not, you know, uh, going to pat myself on the back too much, right? but you know, I, and I, you know, I, shit, I hate to say I told you so, but you know, we'll see, we'll see how this thing turns out because as we tape, the game is over. Uh, they played at Mercedes Benz uh, stadium and uh, basically Alabama won 27, 24, and uh, they are the SEC champs. And now it's up to the committee to choose which teams will go to the uh, to the playoffs. And, and it's going to be interesting because, and I'll say this, and I don't know if you follow college mm. sports, but the big thing for me is, you know, I think because the SEC has won so damn much mm-hmm. over the last 15, 20 years that they don't want the SEC I don't. I think they want the SEC to not be in it this year, mm. so that someone else can win. Pac-12, right. Right. Big Ten. I think they want another conference to win the championship because it's been dominated by the SEC teams. Yeah. So I, you know, and I, I think you know, how long can you have like Alabama, Georgia, these small Southern states mm-hmm. winning from right. a TV ratings? And re- does that make sense to you? From yeah, totally. Because you know, ain't nobody in New York <laughs> right. getting love. You know, Pennsylvania. Never. You know, Michigan. Rarely. Ohio. You know, possibly. Ohio State's right. done. The West Coast is done. I think yeah. they want to spread the love. I think so. You know, we'll see how they choose. It's going to yeah. be interesting to see how they choose. You got a thought before we I mean, leave? Just them. you know, really, it's it's all in. Um, it's all in the recruitment. It's all in the money that's being spent. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, these smaller uh, conferences 
can't necessarily match what the SEC spends, you know? So, right. I mean, you know, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if, uh, if some of these other conferences can muster the, the talent, like you said, you know, to, to be able to compete where people, uh, with, with what the SEC has, but I mean, you know, this SEC is dominant. Oh man. I mean, I think 14 out of 17, the last 17 years, that's crazy. But but I will say this as we tape, um, apparently they're going to be making, uh, on Sunday. Of course we released the podcast Sunday at six. So there may be an idea of what the final teams or who the final teams will be. Mm -hmm. But as of, as we tape, we don't know yet, but it'll be interesting because the big talk is that with Alabama winning and being low ranked, throughout the season and Georgia being so high ranked mm-hmm. that if Georgia doesn't make the final four, then Alabama won't, then the SEC will not make it at all. Which wow. would be for not to not to have an SEC team for so many years. It, right. It's gonna be, you know, interesting to see how that works out. But we'll see. We'll okay. see. The other thing I want to mention and, and I'll have a, a link, uh Harold Michael Harvey did a great article on uh the Young Thug trial. And I don't want to go into it too too deeply on the podcast, but I will say, um, Jeffrey, is that <laughs> that yeah. his name? Yeah. yeah. He is yawning through the proceedings. So one thing they say he's not getting enough sleep. The other thing is his weight, he's he's gained a lot of weight over the period of being in jail because he's really his meal, what he's eating, he's just eating a bunch of chocolate and chips, is what they say. And I mean it's, right. it's a bunch of junk food. I mean, um, that's, that's, that's prison. That's prison life. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, you get some ramen noodles and, you know, and, uh, got yeah. some Doritos and you mash them together and you, you got, you got dinner. Yeah. But that's, that's not, you know, that's definitely not nutritious. Yeah. So they're, they're making, I think they're making a push. His, his attorneys, uh, his folks around him are, are attempting to make a push, um, to help with that so that he can be more focused during the trial because they, they think his nutrition and his sleeping is affecting his ability to stay focused. So yeah. we'll see. Well, and I'll let Tanya B talk about the Diddy trial. I mean, not I'm, I'm ahead of myself, right. uh, the, the Diddy fiasco and, and the, 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 I guess the things that are popping up, uh, not really much more we can talk about outside of what happened with Cassie. Uh, but what you, I mean, you know, what do you have? I got one big thing I want to talk about, mm-hmm. uh, but let's go to, I'll go to you first. And, and I'll come back to my big thing. You mean in terms of this Diddy thing or in terms no, of... No, just overall. My, just, oh, my just, one take. My one yeah, take away for the take. week. <laughs> big take for the week. Yeah, because I know it It relates to what we just heard in the news. Yeah. So, so go for it. I'm going to let you go for that. Well, I had two. I had mm-hmm. two. You know, okay. one was the uh, this whole George Santos thing. You know, um, can we get... I wish we... Next time we got... We need uh, a sample of na na na. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> All of these Republicans that are just falling by the wayside, you know. Yeah. But I mean, you know, um, that whole thing is just incredible. You know, yeah. the fact that this man can can lie like he does, uh, can spend money that he should not be spending on stuff he shouldn't be spending it on, and and think that you know this is all cool and you know. Uh, I mean, this is all part of it is just insanity to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then to see, you know, I know, you know, you had mentioned earlier that vote, the the vote in the House. You know, it's like, I mean, 
I understand he's not been convicted of any crime and the last two people who were expelled from the house had been convicted of crimes before Mm. they were expelled. However, do we have to wait? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, look, the man, it's, it's, yes, this is true. This has happened. This has happened. So why are we, why are we entertaining? Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. That was so. That was my one thing. Um, but my second thing, you know, comes back to uh, the good state of Florida. <laughs> I know. I know everybody rides Florida for all the craziness that goes on in that state. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I've got one more for you. Oh, <laughs> a Florida woman stabs her boyfriend in the eye with a rabies needle. Oh my god! Because he was looking at other women. Mm. Yeah. Was it DeSantis? No. <laughs> I wish it was. I wish it was. Uh, no, a woman by the name of Sandra Jimenez, um, wow. who was in an argue with her boyfriend about him looking at other women. Uh, apparently, they have a dog that has gotten rabies, and uh, they were given needles by the doctor, you know, to for medicine. Wow. And he stabbed him in the eye. Because she accused him of looking at other chicks. That is crazy. That is crazy. You know, I, I I don't need that kind of love in my life. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's crazy. That's you know what I mean? Nuts. It's like, man, Florida, what's going on down there, man? And, and not to mention you had the um, this week, man, which I just thought was a waste of time. And they had it here in Alpharetta, the uh, debate between DeSantos and uh, the governor of, of California. Yeah, uh, I just I yeah. just thought that was a waste of time. Money. Wait, what is the point? What is the point? No point. Is no Newsom point. even running for anything? Yeah, uh, no, he's. You know right. what's his name? Uh, Gavin Newsom. Um, yeah. You know the governor of California. Newsom uh, just just decided he wanted to. And, you know he he did tear DeSantos out the frame. But DeSantos is pretty much gone. I mean, Nikki Haley, if if you yeah, haven't already heard, mm-hmm. picked up some big money. I mean, yeah, the, she picked the, up the Coke Col- brothers. Yeah. Yes, KOCH, them boys got the money. They're the ones who have pretty much funded the Republican Party for years, and mm-hmm. uh, they gave Trump the money last time. But they don't think Trump is a, a viable candidate this right. year. So they they moved this huge, massive amount of money to Nikki Haley and it's a it's a big win for her yeah. so we'll see we'll see how that goes yeah. and I got I got one big thing and I do want to get your insight because you know you you know part of your music business your career has been in the music business sure. and, and I think you can answer this and give me some insight uh, this was right around the time that I started my career on a larger scale mm-hmm. uh, of course Lenny Kravitz um, is is out he did an interview with Enquirer uh, Inquirer. Uh, no, what, what is this? Uh, no, it's uh, Esquire. Esquire. Esquire magazine. Yeah, yeah. He did. He did uh, an interview. An interview with Esquire, and uh, basically, he's questioning why he hasn't received more attention from black media. Uh, he says, despite his Grammy and other accolades, uh, he doesn't get love from black media. Uh, he told Esquire, and this is a, a, a quote. Uh, I got a lot of negativity thrown at me by all these older white men who weren't weren't going to let me have 
that position. And the position he was referring to was like the savior of rock and roll, because of course, mm-hmm. rock and roll, uh, this was right around, I know when he hit 1991 right. with the song, It Ain't Over Till It's Over. Mm-hmm. He was also doing, you know, this new phase of rock. Yeah. And rock was kind of falling off. So, you know, he was looked at as this new savior and a lot of white guys were giving him, you know, some 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 grief on that. Right. Uh, he know, But he also notes it took him 10 years to make a who's who list on Vibe, Vibe magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's never been celebrated by BET or Source. Uh, he says, and, and I quote, to this day, I've been invited to, I've not been invited to a BET thing, a Source Awards thing. And it's like, um, here's a black artist who has reintroduced many black art forms, who has broken down barriers, just like those who came before him broke down. Right. And he says that's positive. And they don't have anything to say about it. Now, <laughs> let me say this, man. You know, I it, it bothers me when a lot of these artists do what I call revisionist history. Right. <laughs> because back in the day, okay, I was a music director in mm-hmm. 1991. I remember because I played this, so we played the song in the city, in Atlanta. Yeah. It ain't over till it's over. It was right. a medium, you know, kind of a media. It did mm-hmm. okay. Right. Uh, it, it featured uh, the Earth, Wind, and Fire horns, the Phoenix horns. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people loved it. It was soulful. But that's pretty much all he did <laughs> that was geared toward the audience just a, yeah. from a from a, from a standpoint of sound mm-hmm. everything else for the most part was intended for the rock art audience and there's nothing wrong with that right. okay but my my thing it goes two ways okay if he needs to complain he needs to be complaining to his management mm-hmm. one right. and he also needs to complain to his label mm-hmm. because if you feel like you're not getting the love after all these years or you didn't get the love back then mm-hmm. all you had to do was speak up yeah and, and and my thing is what it says to me is you just didn't speak up strong enough you didn't say hey i'm black <laughs> you know we knew he was the son of roxy roker from right. the jeffersons okay mm-hmm. we knew he was married to lisa bonet. lisa bonet but i think part of the responsibility was his all mm-hmm. he had to do was go to the label and say hey you know what I'm not on press tours. I'm not on media junkets. Mm -hmm. I want to go to black radio. You know, I want to be on the air and talk to morning shows just like these other guys. I just, I mean, show me the effort. And I, I, you know, and so, so from my standpoint, I get the frustration he feels, but Mm -hmm. I think part of the frustration is his own fault. Mm -hmm. And I go back to you on that. Okay. So let me ask you this, Tommy, Um, as a music director, if you got a call from Lenny Kravitz's people at that time, you know, saying, "Hey, um, we'd like to, uh, we'd like, we we see that you've played, you know, I belong to you or whatever song it was." It ain't know. over till it's over. It ain't, yeah. it ain't over. Um, yeah. um, can you, you know, we'd like to just uh, set up an interview with you, you know, sometime. This is not a, this is not a label thing. This is management. And, you know, we want to say, hey, to, you know, people that support. Would you have gone for it? Oh, absolutely. Because exactly. I also work with, I also work with the morning show because exactly. here, here's the relevance. Exactly. Because the song, if you remember, it was rumored 
to be written about Lisa Bonet mm-hmm. because he and Lisa Bonet had broken up at the time. Right. So the whole song was "It Ain't Over Till It's Over." So everybody was like, "Ooh, damn, mm-hmm. he's trying to right. get back up in there." Right. But you know, Lisa Bonet had gone. I think this was like post Cosby. She's doing Angel Heart, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Mickey yeah. Rourke, and all the right. craziness. But my whole point is, it's like we would have embraced him if there was somewhat of an outreach from his side. Exactly. And he was hot because the song did, again, the song was number 10 Mm R&B singles. Right. Right. It was number two Hot 100. That song was his biggest charting single, even though he did are you yeah. gonna go my way in other songs? Mm-hmm. This was his biggest hit. Yeah. So, but that but that brings me to my point is mm-hmm. that you know, yeah, you could sit here and complain that uh, black media has not given you your props, but mm-hmm. black people have been giving you your props since the day you came out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I can't tell you how many copies of Lenny Kravitz albums I've moved number one especially and then also number five wait a minute repeat that what did you just say how many I said I "I can't tell you how many albums I've actually moved of Lenny Kravitz's you know yes number one the number one album you know Let Love Rule Mm -hmm. was was did uh, huge numbers for for me as a retailer yeah you were a retailer but also also, you know number five the, the album that he had called number five which was um, um, uh, I belong to you, and uh, there were a couple of American women, I believe, was on that one. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, these were these were albums that were big in the black community. Mm-hmm. So, my question really is: Are you mad at black media for not giving you your props? With or you know, is that is that the you know is that something to cause you concern? Or do you put more importance on black people loving and supporting your music, which has always been the case? I mean, black media, you have to pay uh, media. You got to pay for it. Somebody's got to pay for it. Well, you have to to embrace it. Your people have you got to work it. Let me ask you. Right. Okay. You had artists coming through your stores Mm -hmm. all the time. Was there ever an opportunity where they called you? Sometimes, yes. No, no. Lenny. Oh, oh no, Lenny, no, Lenny and his people never <laughs> called me. And, and, that, and, and, and wait a minute, and, and that was that was Warner, am right. I correct? Yes, Warner and, Brothers. Yes, okay. it was. And Lenny Kravitz was also hanging at Dark Studios, which was ten minutes from Earwax. Wow. So, so you know, again, you said there's no outreach. I have to agree. My thing is, is that, and you're complaining about it 20 years later, which doesn't make any sense to me. You know, look, man, if you really wanted to do something, you were Lenny Kravitz. Who's going to deny you? Yeah. Who's not going to want a photo op? Who's not going to want an interview? Who's not going to want that kind of, that kind of, the kind of juice that, that sitting and talking with Lenny Kravitz would, would provide for them and their audience. So what does he tell you? know, I could, I could, again, I'm not saying that there isn't um, cases where media shuns people. Yeah. You know, it does. It, you know, they have their favorites and they, they tend to go with whatever the trends are, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but at the same time, you want to, you know, at this point, you know, you want to bring that up like it's a news story. 
Yeah, you know, again, revisionist history. You know? <laughs> you know, I gotta give you my my. Uh, what's the guy from uh, uh, the the old white guy from? Any, uh, coming to America, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like you know, you get that, you get that Eddie Murphy Jew guy playing a Jewish man face. You know what yeah, I mean? I know. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But see, my point. Let me let me give you another like an example, okay? And and I don't think the general public understands because you understand because you did retail too, okay? I did radio. I, I mean, you did radio too. You did radio retail. But but my point is, it's like okay. Let me give you a, a prime example of how it works. For those who, who may not be clear, when Lisa Stansfield had a huge record, been around the world, been around mm-hmm. the world, right. okay? We were the first. Black radio broke that record. Yes. The clubs, the streets, before it became a pop hit. It right. was a black record, right. okay? Lisa Stansfield comes to town, okay? They set up media for Lisa Stansfield. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is after Black Radio has supported her. Black Radio's given her first. You know, uh, but when she comes to town, guess where she goes first? To pop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Same thing with Whitney Houston. When Whitney Houston was big, she was getting all the love from Black Radio, from Black media. Mm-hmm. And then first time they hit when she's this huge pop success. When they come in, right. guess where she goes first? Yeah, pop radio. So my so my point is, you know, I don't you 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 don't beat up black because first of all, black media is set up to support black artists for a reason, right? Because that's the only place in a lot of cases they're going to get played, yes, or they're going to get the exposure. Think about Michael Jackson before Thriller. MTV wouldn't play Michael Jackson. Rick James used to get into it, got into that heated battle <laughs> with Bob Pittman mm-hmm. at MTV for not playing his video. Right. I mean, for not when when yeah. Rick James was a big yeah. pop success yeah. and MTV baby and all that. Yeah, yeah, they would not play. They would not play. The only place where Rick James was being played was on BET, and of course, you know, Video Soul. Yeah, that's it. Right. So, so I, I you know, I, I think a lot of these guys are are miseducated. Mm-hmm. They don't understand why black media is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think it's ignorant to have that type of conversation in 2023. Especially with somebody who's been in the entertainment business for almost 40 years. You know what yes. I mean? I mean, okay, 30 years, whatever, 90 to 2023. That's 32 years. 33 years you should know and and you know what and and, and think about it dude why are you talking why are you calling out the source source man source the shit source doesn't even do anything source (laughs) hasn't done anything in 10 years right but but but, but, and and the source isn't even that kind of genre you know what I'm saying I've never been called for a source of war shit the source was hip hop source you know what the hell source want to have Lenny Kravitz but again Lenny, Lenny has done enough Mm-hmm. with rappers with you know in terms of hanging out and being yeah. seen and yeah. you know he probably knows them all exactly. he probably knows them all so that, right. that's what I'm saying so like yo man if you wanted to do anything be anywhere who, whatever who's not going to welcome you yeah but you know what till even I'm going to say this if anything he should be pissed off at his management yeah and he needs to be pissed off at his label yeah because this could have been corrected when he was hot Right. He could have, I mean, right. the same, look, the, the same way, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson 
Dwayne The Rock Johnson really doesn't have to refer to himself as black or put himself in the black bucket. Mm-hmm. But you know what? He always does. Yeah. He never lets people forget, hey, I'm black. Yeah. <laughs> he shows up at the black award shows. He shows up at he shows up. He right. makes him he may you know whether or not he's you know he just did Byron Allen just did the Grill Award. Mm, okay. Um it was on CBS uh, as we you know over the holidays, over Thanksgiving. Mm, I missed he that. was there. Wow. You know, The Rock, I mean, shit. Oh, just by, I mean, I was amazed. I mean, but see, you didn't, you didn't hear Byron Allen and PR. It's just not his thing. They don't don't do press right. But anyway, my point is every black representative representative of culture was in the building. I bet he wasn't in the building. Mm. But whose fault is that? And I mean, who's not going to want Lenny Kravitz at their award show? But you know what? Whose fault is that? Yo, yeah, it's a lot of people's fault, but no, it's his his fault, right? Exactly, (laughs) exactly. A lot of his people's fault because you know what? I'm gonna go back way, way, way back. It's just like Sammy Davis Jr., okay? Mm. You know, Sammy Davis caught heat for being part of that rat pack, you know, he caught heat, right? Yeah, but toward the end of his career, he made an effort to do things in the black community. Because he didn't want to go out like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So maybe it's time for Lenny to say, you know what? I need to do more in the black community from my standpoint, on my side, yeah. to show I don't want to go out like that. I would hope so. So I don't, I, I mean, shit, dude, look at your, look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a little Michael Jackson in there. There you go. Yeah. All right, y'all. Right, Tilly, you got any, any final thoughts, man, before we wrap? Nah, man, that's it. Just want to say what's up to everybody that's uh, come out to support the uh, Earwax exhibit that's going on in town for the 50 years of hip hop. We just got extended. Oh, good stuff. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're running until January 7th now. So if you're in Can the you tell Atlanta people area, exactly where? Tell yeah. people exactly where. Uh, yeah, it's at the Science, Science Gallery um, of Emory, which is at the Pullman Yards on the east side here in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, it's called um, You Don't Got This. It's uh, 50 Years of Hip Hop from the Perspective of a Record Store. So it's a, it's a dope exhibit. It's a dope and and uh, you know hey if you if you have it man send me a link yeah for sure so I can put it on this week's podcast notes okay yeah I'll I make sure will. because because you know now it's now that it's been extended yeah into January it's a great thing to go check out before oh, the holiday yeah. season's over Indeed. especially you got family coming to town you can you know show them some right. Atlanta history so exactly. Good stuff. Good stuff. We'd love your thoughts. Go to castropolis.net. Lenny, you go to castropolis.net. Hey, Lenny, come on, bro. Hey, hey. Black media. Like I'm saying, we're blacker than black, the black, black, y'all. Uh, leave us leave us a voicemail, man. Uh, you know, and, and Lenny, Lenny, leave us a voicemail, man. I'll play it back. I know some of his people gonna get it out there. I know you know him. I know you know him. I know you know him. <laughs> You know, you know but, me. You know, you know me. But uh, <laughs> big, big thanks uh, to Leisha Boz, man. Thank you for adjusting your schedule, man. So, man, so, that, on, so, so, so that I could get the outcome of the UGA. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry, hey. bro. I'm sorry, dog. Uh, right. Come bye, on, just, We need you back so you look, can hey, hey, defend yourself, man. But I'm going to be depressed for about a week. <laughs> <laughs> and Howard. And my boy Howard. Wow, they both man. depressed because they picked the three-peat. Mm. So, ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up one more time. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Let's Thank go ahead and take a me. break, and we'll come back with Tanya B and the T. Appreciate you, man. Peace. More. This is the G Podcast after the break. y'all sipping the tea with tanya b that's right children it's time for tea it's your girl tanya b so let's just get right to it okay tommy b all right now i gotta say this those of us of a certain age remember a song called mr big stuff not the one by heavy d and the boys but this was the origin of heavy d and the boys mr big stuff by a singer uh, her name was Jean knight she had one of the biggest hits of the entire decade of the 70s recently lost her at the young age of 80 years old and that song was so big and she is considered a one-hit wonder but that was a huge song it went r&b it went pop it went everywhere she never had a follow-up hit never had another record but she will be missed and that song was something else now in the divorce chronicles let's talk about Jeannie Mai and Jeezy now she's saying he cheated he said she cheated She's trying to get that part of her prenuptial agreement with Jeezy exposed so she'll get a bigger bag. And what they got to remember, they have kids involved. Don't be dumb donkeys. The Christmas movie Candy Cane Lane with Eddie Murphy and Tracy Ellis Ross is now streaming on Amazon Prime. And inquiring minds want to know if this grandfather and father of 10 is married to the woman who had baby number nine and number 10. Can't keep up with Eddie and all them kids. But at the Griot Awards last week, he said, I want to thank my wife for letting me out of the house, which is not true because we all know that Eddie Murphy is Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy is a hermit, Tommy B. Word on the street that Jamie Foxx is not really well. His friends are concerned about his health struggles and that he did those videos with the body double, allegedly. That's just my opinion. Um, Just to get people off his back and to show Hollywood he was still not a liability due to the health. Now, I don't know. He had to pull out of uh, hosting a family game show called We Are Family with his daughter, Corinne. So inquiring minds want to know. And all I can say is time will tell. Yes, it will. Will Smith has been making the rounds. He's been out in public again, but here come Jada flapping her gums. And I told her to go over there and sit in the corner with R. Kelly, Neo, Nick Cannon, and the rest of them. She's saying that she and Will will never break up. Was she trying to wait for him to check out so she can go take the bag. I'm just saying, I don't make the news. I just report the news, Tommy B. And did you know that the embattled and mostly forgotten actor, Jesse Smollett, well, he may be going back to where? To Jaya, because he lost his appeal in the Illinois State Court. And so that whole mess he did, that stunt he pulled, 
it will follow him forever because his career is over. All right, the Puffy Chronicles. Just real quickly, never a dull moment. New lawsuits, Macy's drop, Sean John. Head of security and other bad boy gatekeepers are speaking up. Actor Columbus Short said he is snitching in the kitchen and talking about how Puffy tried to pull up on him at 2 o'clock in the morning. Puffy's not selling records. There's a woman named Dee Gilmore who wrote a book called The Night Puff Tried to Kill Me. Well, hmm, she getting her, her 15 minutes of fame and she getting her $15 because she had a book party that was sold out. And according to page six, 50 Cent is behind producing a documentary called Surviving Diddy. Uh-oh. Anyway, I'm just saying, Tiffany Haddish, girl, please stop making jokes about getting back-to-back DUIs and go to rehab and get some help. It's not funny. Um, she clearly has some unresolved trauma there, uh, Tommy B. And uh, she went from being that girl to, oh, no, we don't want that girl. And mm, trauma, Common broke up with her. You know, she's just not, she's on a downward spiral. Just pray for her. Alicia Keys is diversifying her income streams like most artists should do. She's got the skincare line, the line of teas, and now she is the brains behind a new production called Hell's Kitchen based on her life. Where else? In Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> oh, Lord, Jonathan Majors, another one whose career has gone about to go the way of Megan, not Megan Good, Lord Jesus, about to go the way of <laughs> Tiffany Haddish and Jesse Smollett. Well, he was in court this week with a Bible in one hand and his boot thing making good in the other. That's right. She showed up to get her paycheck, allegedly. But um, I wonder if this is the end of the road for the two, these two. And here's why I say this, Tommy B. She went on social media and said they were not together over the Thanksgiving weekend holiday. She says she's dealing with some heavy trauma and that she now knows her worth. Just now, girl, really? Hmm. Did the money run out or did she see the light and decide to get out? Run, Megan, run. <laughs> Tommy B, I got to tell you something. Don't forget, for those of you that I love documentaries, like you love your horror movies. Well, you know, Thriller at 40, uh, the story of Michael Jackson's historic album Thriller is on Showtime. I saw an advanced copy and all I can say is, you better call the fire department because, oh my goodness, it was amazing. And I hear there's enough footage left for a Thriller at 40 part two. And I am here for that. Let me ask you this, Tommy B. Since Ice Cube cannot make any more Friday's movies because of all of that legal whatever you kerfuffle with the studios, he's now looking to turn Friday's the film series into a stage play. Who's gonna play Smokey? Who's gonna play Debo? And what I wanna know is who's gonna who's gonna play by Felicia. That's all I got. I ain't got no more. It's your girl Tiny B. Don't forget to check us out each and every day. This is the G Podcast on YouTube each and every Sunday, 6 p.m. And don't forget the bird wire on Castropolis.net on demand, not 24-7, but 25-8. What you watching this week, Tommy B? Imagine a holiday movie with Eddie Murphy, Tracy Ellis Ross, Chris Redd from SNL, Robin Thede from Black Lady Sketch Show, DC Youngfly, and a reunion with David Allen Greer, all directed by Reginald Hudlin from Boomerang, under the banner of Amazon's MGM Studio. Wow, sounds like a recipe for Christmas cheer, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, Candy Cane Lane feels like a fruitcake of a concept, weighed down by a harebrained script. The potential is undeniable. 
but the execution just falls short. Fortunately, the cast shines through the mess. Eddie Murphy and his talented co-stars inject enough comedic energy to keep the film afloat. Their charisma and comedic timing are the saving grace of this otherwise kind of forgettable film. While Candy Cane Lane boasts a star-studded cast, it just doesn't hold a candle to Netflix's Jingle Jangle, which has become a beloved holiday tradition. Candy Cane Lane lacks the magic and the charm that makes Jingle Jangle a must-watch every year. Candy Cane Lane won't go down as Eddie Murphy's best, nor will it be remembered as a classic Christmas movie. It's not quite as bad as Norbit. Nope, nope, it's not a Norbit, but it doesn't capture the magic of Nutty Professor or Shrek. It's average Eddie at best. Let me know what you're watching. Go to castropolis.net and hit the people poll. As always, y'all, big thanks to Syracuse Mike, Tanya B, Vi, Talib, uh, author and political analyst, Harold Michael Harvey. Definitely go out and get the book. The book is out. Go to haroldmichaelharvey.com. Thanks to the crew, Millennial Nick, Lady J, Regia, uh, Music by K-Dub, all those who help us make it happen every single week. Don't forget, man, every Sunday, 6 p.m., you can stream us first. Links are on social media, our bio, castropolis.net is the easy way. Share us with friends, y'all. Don't cost you nothing, absolutely nothing. And the big takeaway, the big PSA for the week, y'all, Lenny Kravitz, artists like Lenny, you know, it's not enough to be celebrated for your accomplishments. Uh, it's not enough to be celebrated for your craft. Ask yourself how much you gave back and celebrated the black community. Not not now when you peaked, uh, but back then when you were on top. Just think about it. Appreciate you all for supporting the show week to week. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, turn on notifications. Check us out during your holiday travels. Share us with family and friends on the road. And with that... Episode 203 is in the can. Have a great week, y'all. Peace and power to the people. You've been listening to This is the G Podcast. And This is the G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.